Welcome to the Matt and Alex Show, episode, I won't say, 11. Is that right? Anyway, it's but it's, anyway, it's so, 11. It's 11, and we're here, and uh, we are so glad that uh, we are here talking with you guys, and so glad that you guys listen and uh, talk with us. But I'm here with my good friend, Matt. Hey, Alex. Hello, everyone. Hey, Matt, how have you been doing? Man, no. I'll tell you what. Man, I'll tell you, like when people like I know that in other professions, there are months that are busy for people, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when you throw Easter at the end of April, what in the world? Like you come, oh, yeah. it just makes April a busy month. I'm not complaining. Right. I'm just saying, woo! I just don't, I'm not sure that our, our risen Lord and savior, Jesus Christ was thinking about our schedules. Like, I don't know. I feel like he maybe could have done, it's I don't know. Maybe though. he could have done a better job of like thinking this through because I know it's just a little bit bananas. It is. It's bananas. Cause here, at least in this area where we live, it, the weather gets nicer and the spring sports start and uh, yep. Matt has to go fishing. I mean, it's I, I mean, hard. right now is the fishing. I mean, it is, it's on fire right now fishing. Yeah. So that's good. I don't know. But, I didn't understand anything you just said, but you're right though. We, you got all the spring breaks in there. Like, and yep. you know, no, there's a bazillion school districts around us Yes. and none of them are the same. Spring I will breaks. say this when Jesus did die and rise again, like I bet there wasn't as many school districts in his yeah. area. Yeah, that's true. So, probably, yeah, probably just had break. like one or two spring breaks that he had to like sort of compete with. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. We are recording this. So yes, but no, but it is a busy month, but it is a good month. Uh, always appreciate it. When, and, you, uh, when was the last episode that we did? Obviously it was episode 10 and it feels like it was. feels a long time ago. It feels I'm like not, it was just too long ago. It was because I miss, because like, right. Yeah. Like I miss yeah I miss this and we miss uh putting content out there but we're excited we're gonna we're putting our we're, we're excited because we're back into a rhythm and so we're gonna be able to get to uh have yeah. some fun conversations about yeah current stuff and about theology and yep. about stuff that's new culture and like, rock and roll i know there's a lot i mean i mean i know we have to make a reference to pearl jam every time but I, man it just keeps popping so up. so here's the feed. thing here's the thing um you were talking you know, about this what do you i want to hear the thing wait did i already say last i don't no, even remember what we talked me, about last time. i don't even maybe you told me like on the phone i, know I, I get all of our conversations just come together i Go. you know i you had to like pre, pre see if you get pre-picked pre right pre-ticket yes. blah, blah blah i got picked for a show wait did i so did we already talk about this i don't know but you had to pay like 250 bucks for a ticket like how, I remember my first ticket to Pearl Jam. I yeah, think we were at we the same show. Must have, and I it was just still also, expensive. I still, I looked, still I just recently looked at. It wasn't at, 200 bucks. I just recently looked at a show. No, maybe it was. We, it was two, it was like a hundred and, it was like 175 bucks behind the stage. Yeah. In, in Hamilton, Ontario. Oh. Like where, where is he, where, where even is that? Yeah. And why are they Deer Creek. So oh. then the show, then the seat that was actually in front of the stage that was available, second level was $575 a piece. Good gravy. And so I am at this point, I don't think I'm going to be seeing now. 
I say this, I don't think I'm going to be seeing Pearl Jam live, but they are playing. But the next podcast will be live. Yes, I had a Pearl Jam show. At, they, they are we can playing. dip into our funds. Yes, yes. Thank you all for your support and the ways in which you <laughs> got all the merch that the Matt and Alex show has. And for, we offer. Yes. Alex really come. wants us to get stickers. Stickers. Uh, they're playing the, the Bourbon and Beyond Festival. Oh, in Lexington? In Lexington. Or, yeah. Yes. Uh, in September Ooh. on the Saturday. And honestly, I think I might go, be fun. I might go to multiple nights of that festival if I can get my wife to let me. But I mean, Thursday night is Jack White headliner. I mean, come on. Friday night. I don't Oh, Friday night. Kings of Leon. Right. Saturday night. Pearl Jam. Sunday night, Dude, maybe like that is, or something. I don't know. Some that is deal, like really that know. is like so that, honestly, those headliners right there pretty much sum up like the like our youth. <laughs> yes. So like honestly, I'm I'm sort of thinking about it. That's really cool. I think I think we could definitely do a Matt and Alex on location oh. there. Uh, but this is the reality. You no, know, that's so is funny. That you say that. I just got start... this. I just got this this grant for this sort of like you know clergy renewal and i mean that would be good uh hey but this is the time where you get to like it is the pre-gaming season for summer concerts true and that's especially around here where we live we've got some great venues but uh some good pre-gaming for that and i saw that next week live nation for select concerts 25 buck tickets yep wait was that the one at the um was that the like the Rock the Ruins? No, like I series don't know. concert no, series it's, at like uh, no, it's like, Park. I think it's a bunch of different concerts. Oh, so I hope yeah. I'm gonna find out. So yeah, but gonna, next well, week's yeah. a bit, and it's next week. It's a, next week's a big week. There's a lot of things oh, happening next. Week. So many things. Yeah. So many things starts off. I mean, it doesn't start off with this. Like this Sunday is May first, and then True. whenever you're watching, this is when we're recording this. But May fourth, do you get into this? Do you get into Star Wars Day? No, no. Mm. no. You don't have Wookiee cookies or anything? Mm-mm. Nope. I'll Honestly, probably, I, 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 I couldn't tell I you have, all the Star Wars movies. Uh, that's all right. I did meet someone recently who has never watched a single Star Wars movie. Oh, so I'm, I, not, I'm not that bad. I stopped talking to him. Just like walked away? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's... I'm. I think that's deserved. <laughs> I'm joking. I did try to convince him to go watch Star Wars. I do have a Star Wars shirt, though. It's an Ewok. It's a summer camp. Okay. Because it has Ewoks on it. I think yeah. it's so I get I like t-shirts. Yeah. May May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. So that's on a that's a whatever day. Is that a Wednesday? Uh a Monday? Wednesday. No, May the fourth is a Wednesday. Okay. Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. yeah Wednesday. So yeah, that, yeah. But then May the fourth is followed by May the fifth. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. this? That's uh <laughs> one of my favorite days, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. One what do you what what's most, what's the Hershey family going to be doing like, like oh, what's your Cinco de Mayo like what's we'll have noodles we'll have <laughs> <laughs> our kids will want noodles that's what we're gonna do very authentic okay yeah like Dad I we'll just watch, want I just want plain noodles with butter we'll watch we'll watch Encanto <laughs> I don't even know okay. We'll put the Spanish subtitles on. Yeah. No, that's good. No, that's good. That's what good. Do you do? What do you do? What do you do? I, do you well, margaritas. Uh, um, 
what day is that? Did we say? Is that a, a Wednesday? Thursday, Thursday. So oh, it's a Thursday. Like, okay. It okay. could be. It could get out of control. Okay. okay. Thursday. Take, Thursdays. Fr- take Friday off. Um. Well, my kids are in soccer right now. Ooh. All of them. So all three of them, and I'm coaching two Can of the three teams. Five, wait, time out. Can you yep. name five soccer players? So. No. Okay. Okay. I'll keep telling you. Okay. Um. And so, and I'm coaching two of the three teams. What? And so, uh-huh. uh-huh. Great. And um, Thursday, we have practice every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. What? Um, I mean, between the three teams. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Well, actually, like... honestly, between the two teams. So, like, uh, our daughter plays U12. She's playing up to U12. We have practice um, Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm coaching that team. Then our oldest son plays U12. He has practices Monday, Thursday, or Monday, Wednesday. I coach yeah. that team. Yeah. Uh, our youngest plays uh, U8, and he's, his practice is on Wednesday. So Thursday, Cinco de Mayo will be You'll more be than likely. Field. will mean, Oh, field. yes, but it will mean after practice, Can, we will have a – Yes, we will have a really perfect excuse to go to the Mexican restaurant that's right across Ooh. the street from the soccer do you field. Ha- do you have a favorite Mexican restaurant? uh yeah probably yeah it may be it might be that one yeah yeah well yeah i have one too (laughs) do you do you you have a favorite mexican dish Dish? that you know what i this is what i do because i end up at mexican restaurants quite a bit because i love mexican food this is why i am a fit human being and like but but my (laughs) my my go-to to check out you know i can be like this I ch- always get this to see if they if it's a good mix. I always oh. get a chicken chimichanga. It doesn't mean that I love it. I mean, I do. I mean, I don't mind it, but I get a chicken just to see if it's good. So if them, it's good. So you, do, go, so you do like a trial, like a trial chimichanga. If they see. don't, yeah. If they okay. screw it up, then I'm not coming back, right? Because okay. it okay. is a classic piece. Right. But you know what I do love? A roast compoyo with like mm. uh, like fajita vegetables mixed in it. Oh, okay. It's really good. Yeah. That's my I new sh- thing. I just, uh, I just introduced uh, our daughter to the uh, arroz con pollo uh, mm. two, like two nights ago, and she, it, it sort of blew her mind. Now I get the, I get the queso on the side, because I feel like sometimes they put too much in there. Too much. So then mm. I, I like to be able to, you know, kind of add, add the amount I, that I, I, you know, feel good about. If I say the salsa or the hot, the sauce that comes with street tacos, it's mm-hmm. a little bit hotter, mm-hmm. a little bit spicier. I always ask for that on the side and eat that with, I put that on my uh, yep. uh, chimichanga or in my rose compoyo. It's yeah. so good. My head, I, mean, I don't have any hair. So it just starts sweating. Yeah. Just like the little beads. Oh uh, man. That's it's so good. Oh, but it's so good. Yo, I'm excited for Cinco de Mayo. You know, I'm a, I really, really like tamales. Like I, oh, why I don't we go to the tamale place? Why don't you come over oh. here? Why don't we meet there? That's I, my neighborhood. It's, it's so it's good, not, but it's close. That place is so good. My right, sister well, will, when she's week. like next over week. at clinic on the West side of town, she will legit call me and be like, Hey, I'm hitting up tamale place. Do you want to, you want to put it in order? And I will not disclose this the amount place, of tamales that I order when this, she's this, there, but it's, it's been on so many food food place shows it's so it's it's right it's on the west side of indianapolis right off of 465 which you know what else on, so on the west side of indianapolis and it's may you know what else is in what is it what is it 
it's called the the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Oh, IMS is what they call oh, it here in Indianapolis. Okay. okay, and that means it's the home of what? The Indianapolis 500. Oh my word! That is May. So in Indianapolis, May is bonkers around here. Yep. And and if the wind is just right, you can hear the race cars zipping around the track. Wow. You know, so, I I will. I'm going to make a confession. I have lived in the Hoosier state for some time, though I am not a Hoosier and I will never claim to be. Okay. But with that said, Michigander. Yeah. With that said, I've also never been to the Indianapolis 500. I've never Same been here. I, Same here. Now I'll, you know what? I've never actually been to the racetrack. I've never been inside. Oh, no, never been inside. What? Never been inside. I drove. I mean, I've been across the street from it. That's actually where we got one of our COVID shots right across the, in the parking lot there. There you go. But I've never been inside the, well, we could change that. The, the, the fence I've been, of IMS. I've been to everything except the 500. It's Sunday. We're busy Sunday. Right. True. We're busy true. Sunday. It is, it is Sunday. Yeah. But I've been to the, like, uh, uh, trial or the, like the, uh, whatever that carb day, is. hard day. Is that the thing? It's that's a thing. I've only okay. been that once. Okay. That was when I was, and you they race around the track, which is pretty amazing. But they usually so, have like concerts, right? Or no, on carpet. Yeah, don't they I have like a? I didn't stay for that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But they do. Okay. Yeah, they have concerts and yeah. Uh, and then like uh, they have uh, the speed laps and I don't know pole position stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But no, I've been a, stuff yeah, I've been a few of that, but I've never been to actual five hundred. I've yeah. watched on TV when I was a kid. I guess I could watch it on TV because we go over to my grandparents in Illinois, but it's blacked out. Right. But all that to say is that the Indianapolis 500 is in May. And yes. so uh, it is something that we're known for here. And also in May is our very own Alex Hershey's birthday. May true. 7th. So next week, up. everybody, don't forget, may the 4th be with you. Cinco de Mayo, your face is off to, to pregame Alex's birthday on the 7th of May. Do you know how I'm celebrating my birthday? I'm running a mini marathon. That's dumb. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree. That is the worst birthday present I've ever heard someone give themselves. That's it's fitness. It's fitness. That sounds staying healthy. Terrible. No, I, I that's like well, 13 miles, dude. It is. And the thing oh. is, is okay. It goes, but it's, you can blame COVID, right? I was going to do it on my, my 2020 and then I didn't, and then I did it virtually last year, which then made me convince my brain that I wouldn't die if I do it, but I want to run around the track. Oh, and well, so see how it all comes then it back landed, to Indianapolis 500. Yep, and it ended in, in it. Yeah. And it ends in, you know, anyway, and it end, landed on my birthday. Well, so we'll see, but it's also the Derby. So let's not get bummed oh by that. My I mean, word. next week is crazy. The like Kentucky Derby, Star, Star Wars, and then you have Cinco de Mayo, my birthday, the Kentucky Derby, and then Mother's Day. Oh, Mother's Day! It's your gifts. Hey, uh, I never know. Last year, we we're I was I don't know even I don't even know how it happened or how it came out. We were talking randomly at church. I was talking with somebody at church about I don't know something. And then all of a sudden she just sort of casually is like, oh yeah, I'm one of, I'm like part owner of the winner of the Kentucky Derby. I'm like, wait, what you, what? 
Oh yeah. Like wh- what? I she's like, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, my husband and I will go down there, and we, you know, we we just love the area and the horses and things. And we're I'm like, uh, c- congratulations. <laughs> like, dude, uh, what did you have to train hard That's- for that? Like, I don't know. You know, it was like okay, well. Well, that's cool. cool. I love the Derby. I, we always watch it. Of course, I, we lived in Kentucky for four years. and uh, No, I agree. I did, it, it's, oh, it's I'm, I'm, cool. My wife always loves it because she's like, it's the best sporting event ever because it's over in less than five minutes. Right. right. You know, so like, but it, but you get all the fanfare. We, yeah. We, we've had parties. And of course, now it lands on my birthday. So we'll probably just have a family over and watch the Derby and eat. Have you ever had Derby pie? Do you know what derby pie is? Not really. I don't think oh, so. Oh man, what it's is like it? a it's a pecan pie, but with chocolate. Oh, chips. it sounds oh. so terribly sweet. I would probably throw. Oh no, it's so good. Oof. So it's, it's easy. So I don't. I know what I, I want. Wait, so you're gonna have? So you're gonna run the mini that morning? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mow and the then, yard in the afternoon, and then mow the yard as a way of you know re- recuperating from your marathon, uh-huh. mini marathon. And I then be... celebrate your birthday as you move into like derby derby pie festivities yep and then wake up tomorrow the next day and celebrate my mom and my wife yeah Yeah. and my mother-in-law so yeah do and preach i'll probably have to get rolled up on the stage let's just be honest yeah yeah, like i'll i'll lay on a couch while i preach so that'll be good so man there's a lot coming down wow a lot going on yeah and we you know it's been a while since we've uh you know done an episodes and we're we just want you guys to know we're uh, we're working on some things yeah, for like things. the next couple of weeks and kind of mapping out what, you know, what season two is going to look like and when that's going to happen. And uh, yeah. So, you know, Hey, tell me about what you're doing. Uh, on oh yeah. 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 What's, what's happening series? now? This is awesome. So I don't know. I don't really know. So I started this uh, series uh, this past Sunday. I'm, I'm calling it close encounters mm-hmm. and talking about like the, interactions with jesus post-resurrection right that's cool and um i don't know i was just thinking about that and then i was thinking about sunday morning church and i'm thinking i've been kind of wrestling with this a while for a little while and, and maybe i've even mentioned it here with some of our conversation but i just feel like it's i just feel like church has to look different sunday morning the way we've always done it we've done it for centuries and obviously god's used it and, and it's been fine but i'm just kind of been really thinking about like Maybe it, maybe it's time it needs to look a little bit different anyway. So, and so with the series, as I was thinking about close encounters and these, these interactions that these individuals had with Jesus, I was like, what, what does it look like for us to come together on a Sunday morning and have close encounters with each other? And so I decided I'm, I, I starting last Sunday, I I just was like, we're going to have an open mic during, during the message. (laughs) So we have a mic that's ready to, to, oh, to be in your awesome. face. If you've got a question or a comment or something you want to say or ask like real time right here during the message, like you can legit raise your hand and interrupt me and say what you might say. Uh, we also have made it available for the people who are tuning in online to like, you know, submit a question in the chat and, We've got somebody that will, you know, is moderating that and going to bring, I don't know. And so, you know, the, I've had some good feedback on it. Like I've had people, I've had multiple people say they really think it's a cool idea and, and they're excited 
to see what happens with it as we try it. Now, granted, no one, no one said anything on Sunday last week. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. So I don't know. They're going to come ready this week. That, that's the, Maybe. you win the Bra- bravest pasture award. Well, ever. No, 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 no. I mean, I just, and I told them straight up, like I kind of laid out a little bit of like the guidelines. So I was like, Hey, if you, yeah. you ask something that doesn't pertain to what we're talking about this morning, I'll just let you know, that's going to be something for follow-up. I don't claim to have all the answers. So if you ask a question where I'm like, I don't know, great question. I'll make a note. We'll follow up and we'll move on. So that's I don't awesome. know. I don't know. We'll see. I love just, it. just something different. I love you know? it. We'll see. But I'll you let know you know what that comes in. The, I, I think that comes in because what we're going to talk about from on our theology piece today is uh, it's a great segue is because I believe that more people are uh, in the places of doubt in the last few years uh, in their faith. Um, it's also a good reminder. I think a lot of times we see uh, as I've moved to, as my as I have my have keep having birthdays, which I'm grateful for. You 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 get older, but then you remember at younger stages of your life, doubt seemed to be so present. And not saying that it really disappears, but doubt is a big piece. Of course, post Easter, one of those interactions that Jesus has is with uh, a disciple Thomas, who gets the label doubting Thomas because he wanted to. He didn't, you know. That's yeah. what happens. That's what you don't show up at a party on time. You miss when Jesus shows up. And so he missed when Jesus showed up and he said, I want to see their hands. I want to see your feet, all that. Yep. So he gets this, this label of doubting Thomas. And um, I think something that is often misunderstood, Matt, in like talking about doubt is often we put doubt on one spectrum and then faith on the other. So it looks yep. like they're opposites. Yeah. At, I would, I would say that's not true. Yeah. I, w- I would agree with you. I think doubt has a, a very strong negative connotation. And I don't think that in faith, I think it's, and I think that is how people, like, I think when you talk to people who are afraid to come to church or are on the margins in the church, I think they use doubt. I doubt I'm good enough. I doubt I can be saved. I doubt right. that there is a God and that Jesus is the savior of the world. And they say that thinking that it's the opposite. But one thing yep. that I like to tell people is that doubt is the doorway to a deeper faith. And it shouldn't be something that we shrink away from, but it's actually something that we should step into. Yeah. And I think the, for whatever reason, we've created this weird sense of like, we think that the super churchy people, right. Don't have any doubt like that. We, that we, we never doubt. And so therefore when we do experience doubt, which FYI, we all do. So even as professional Christians, we like, we experience doubt there. It's, I believe it is a part of just human nature. So, but for some reason we've like created this weird thing where, uh, you know, we think that the, the super spiritual or, you know, uh, religious, churchy people, they don't ever doubt. And so then my faith must, you know, really be really weak because I do sometimes. And, and what's interesting, I think, as you mentioned, like you never see Jesus react that way. 
Like, I don't feel like you see Jesus being like, I mean, he'll, he'll say like, absolutely. Like, Hey, like here, I mean, like he does with Thomas, like, yeah. Hey, you well, didn't, I think, you know, you didn't have to doubt, but it's, but it's I, okay that you did. And here I am. I think we see Jesus uh, meet people in the midst of their doubt. Yeah. I mean, look, think of Zacchaeus, get down from that tree in the midst of his doubt. You know, I mean, like, I think there's time yeah. and time again, and I think that's something that is all. And I think what's, what's like, if we follow the model of Jesus, where he meets people in their doubt, that that's good. That means we are welcoming. We're opening to all people and we're, we're willing to be like, we don't have the answers and you know, all of the answer, you know, right. we're, you know, we're willing, but when we begin to become, I believe people who are, are fearful. Um, and so we, we try to build up our castles and our, of, of theology and our walls that can't come, you know, what this has to be the, you know, uh, we, we look at doubt and we get really nervous because we don't want you to doubt the systems that we've put in place. And yeah. I don't think that's, and that's not fair to an ever growing uh, understanding of who God is, because I think God wants us to like, there will, like, I've never experienced what tomorrow will be because I'm only, you know what I mean? None of yep. us have. Yep. And so there'll be a new page that we, we open and there can be some things in, it could be a great joy. It could be a great grief, but we'll have this new lens of seeing who, you know, in life and seeing who God is. And we have to, we might have a doubt pop in our brain. It doesn't mean that it's the opposite of faith. It just is that again, what I like to say is that doorway to a deeper. Faith. Yeah. I think it becomes, yeah, that opportunity to explore faith right? Doubt becomes that opportunity to explore it. And, and I think, as you mentioned too, it's, it becomes unfair to the individuals who, who are not regular church people, right? The people that are, are maybe exploring or they're searching or they're looking and, and they, they, there is doubt there. And, and when we pretend like we don't have any, we're, we're not helping them we're it, we it, we're being unfair i think as you said like to them because we we don't like the the idea of doubt i think we equate it to weakness yeah and and that's you know we don't I, we don't like that i think what can happen too and i don't think this is i don't think this is the plan of jesus is to we we, we need to be able to welcome welcome people who have those doubts but i think unfortunately we've created a, a pattern where people who have doubts they get to uh-oh are you still there i'm still here yeah yeah, yeah oh yeah. good oh man it made me nervous and we get to that pattern where we we get to that doorway of doubt and we are too afraid to let people be in that doubt so instead of letting them go through the doorway they actually say things and do things that well, and this is what you're saying, that then they turn around, they stay there or they turn around and go backwards. And, and I think that's, that's not what Jesus intended the church should be, the apostles to be, the disciples to be. He intended for them to be able to meet people and, right, he gifts the apostles, he gifts the disciples with, with gifts of speaking languages they could never speak before, so they could meet people where they are. He gifts them in, in being able to heal people. He gifts them in all of these things, and he, I think he's still giving those gifts to us today, 
but it's so that we can help people through that doorway into having faith and having a deeper faith. Yeah, we want to, I mean, I think part of, I mean, along with doubt, I think being a part of human nature, I think there's also this desire for us to, um, to, to know, we want to know concretely, like we, we yeah. don't like, you know, we want, we want it to be black and white. We want it to be yes and no. We want it to be right or wrong. We don't, you know, and, and doubt creates that sort of gray and, and even and we, people who don't like black and white still like black and white. Yeah. And I, and I think that we then become really uncomfortable in, in the midst of that. And so then we, I think to your point, we, we become uncomfortable with others who are living in that sort of gray in that doubt and yeah and we want to try to pull them out of it or push them out of it in a way that maybe isn't always very helpful you know like maybe we need to do a better job as as people in the church as people who are trying to follow jesus maybe we have to do a better job of trusting that he's present like you said in the midst of 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 the doubt and allow him to help to guide i think it's a part of where we meet this where we have to have the trust of the holy spirit you know christians are are unfortunately christians are actually right we've talked about this before know what we know what they're against rather for what they're for and so when you're just so against things you begin to boycott stuff and really you don't get that's just that's to me that's always when i see christians start doing stuff that means they've lost trust in the spirit They've lost trust that the Holy Spirit will guide people and lead people into what is what is good and what is truth and what is right and point them to the Holy Scriptures and then push them into seeking that truth and knowing how to behave and act and live out of faith. But you're right. Like if we don't allow for the Holy Spirit to guide us in these moments and what we say in helping people, right? Then then we're gonna we're gonna either uh, blow people up or we're going to confuse people if we aren't willing to have the uh uh like right i mean what you're doing with your close encounter series do, 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 do. but what you're doing with that please tell me you play that during your series tell, is anyway is that the close encounters of the third kind oh okay no i was going to do something with the x files oh but i didn't man. really know that either so anyway so but like if if you, why are you afraid to let, you know, why do we have fear, you know, why do we have fear for people working out their faith, right? It's the whole reformation piece yeah. where, where like Luther's like, Hey, why is the word of God not in the common man's language? What are we afraid of? Yeah. Right. What are we afraid of for people working out their faith to have a, like, are they going to abandon God? I think we might be in the same content. You know, we're 500 years past that. And every 500 years, there's a change in the way the church is done because we get lost in our, or maybe set in our ways of, of putting scriptures into our own ways and wanting to manipulate them to appease who we are yeah. instead of what God has desired for us. And, and I think part boundaries of, of sin and all that. And our own fear, I think, as you said, of like the, our, our own fear of the questions. Yeah. Like, I, I think you're right. I think that we, as the institutional church, I think we have, I think we're afraid of, of questions. I think we're afraid of people really wrestling with and, and asking and seeking after genuine questions. Like I'm really trying to figure this out. And 
And I, I think there, there is a certain level of, of discomfort that we have that we just are like, no, no, no. What do you mean? No, this, no, this is, this is the answer. This is how it is. We've been, we've made careers of this almost 20 years of studying it either in school or in our career of pastoring. Um, Let's just, that's a long time. And, 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 and in human years, that's a long time and pastor years. That's like a hundred million years, but no, but anyway, um, I heard someone say that recently. That it was dog like years multiple and past, lifetimes. Dog yeah. years and pastor years are the same. Oh anyway. my gosh, I like that a lot, and I'm going to start saying that all the time. <laughs> but um, uh, but 20 years and and God has revealed things to me. God has changed me. God has conformed. You know, like has helped shape 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 me and and do all these different things. <laughs> and um. But yet I still have more questions. I still have more questions. But then how, I mean, how often then are there times when even you and I will wrestle with like, but I shouldn't have this question, right? Like there's that thought that kind of pops in for a moment where I'm like, wait, I, I'm wondering about this, or I have this question, or I have this doubt, but then I think, wait, I shouldn't, you know, di- I, I'm, the- I'm not allowed to have that, or not that I shouldn't, or sh- do you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. like we've created I think, this. I think the difference though, for me, it, that from like 16 year old Alex, who was like doubting, like, why didn't I get a, why don't I have a girlfriend? You know, but like, God, where are you? I don't have a girlfriend. And I would, boo, 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 boo. right. 16 year old Alex versus now, like, I know where to go when I have that doubt. I have a healthier pattern of, of, of coming to the conclusion of where God is leading me you know and that's why like that's why disciplines matter that's why yeah. you know all of these things matter it doesn't mean that we 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 don't we just don't let the doubt consume like we don't just stay at the doorway yeah we know that there's something that we need to do with this yeah i like that that's i think that's a good point like the idea of of navigating and engaging the doubt not yeah. because it is a thing and it is there and it is normal and it is okay. In fact, it can be healthy. And when you, when you have those tools and you have that community and you have that, that space to be able to, to work with and wrestle with those doubts, yeah, that can be a, I mean, really can be a truly life-giving thing. Absolutely. I mean, Thomas had the doubts. Jesus showed up and was like, you can touch me. Like here I am, you know, Moses had the doubts and, and God was like, you know, it wasn't even as, and he was like, cool, now go do this thing. And like, I'm going to be with you and I'm going to show you and empower you in the midst of your doubt or doubts, multiple doubts, like. But in both of those situations, right. Moses was given Aaron and yep. Thomas had the disciples to go back to. And so there are those disciplines that you have to do. If, if you find someone, and if you were one of those people that are saying, I'm just going to stick in this doubt, I'm going to figure it out myself. You're not. I'll be honest. You're not going to yep. figure it out on your own. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I have Jesus here. We'll figure it. No, you're not. Like, and if you're not going to pray, it's just like, not, I'm not going to pray about it when I'm in the, I'm not going to read scriptures. I'm not going to go to church, I'm, but I'm going to figure it out on my own. No, you're not. You're going to spin your wheels the rest of your life and you're probably going to go backwards. And I hate to say it that way, but I think you have yeah. to say it that way. But like every, even Zacchaeus, come down from that tree. I'm going to go to your house and you're going to throw a party. We're all going right. to be there. 
and we're all going to figure this out. Yeah. We'll talk over this, talk about this over dinner and let's, yeah, yeah, let's do this thing together. I wonder how much like that. So I, I wonder if there are times then when we become guilty as we, is pander the word I want to use? Like that we pander or we, we, maybe we baby people. Cause here's the thing Ooh, for you and yeah, I, yeah. our, our stories are, our, our ministry stories are, are pretty similar launching new churches and, and mm-hmm. things like that. And so like, and, and we, you know, we grew up in ministry in, in a time when church growth was like all the rage, all, all rage. the ways, all the things, especially then as like church planners, like don't, you know, you know, don't yeah. suck, do this, you know, all these yeah, things. Yeah. So like literally something that's said from a stage. Right. So So then like, how do you know? So then sometimes we get caught in this trap of like pandering to people. Yeah. I mean, even because we want them to come. Yes. I mean, yes. Like desperately sometimes we don't want to make it feel desperate or seem desperate, but it's like, I'm no, like I'm, I need you to be here. (laughs) I need you to be here on Sunday. I need Mm -hmm. your family to be here. I need your kids to check into Sunday school and like, yep. no, like, that's the only thing that was getting monitored right. by the institution. Right. And then I don't know. I don't know what it, it was. It was it the pandemic. Is that, was that where now? I don't know. I don't, I'm yeah. I'm with you. I'm a little less. I don't really care what you're <laughs> trying know, to say, say it. what you're trying to say. I don't want, I'm not going to baby you into faith. Yeah. I'm not going to, there is a point where, I'm not going to plead. I'm not going to beg you. We have to come to church. We have small groups. We have this, we have a men's group. We're not, we're not going to overprogram ourselves, but we have opportunities. And so if you're saying like, right, I mean, I'm seeing people say, you know, like in, in, in pastor worlds right now, like where people are like, Oh, that, what is it? Like, Oh, this, that pastor doesn't, he, he doesn't, I, uh, what his sermons aren't deep enough for me. That's a bunch of baloney. Like that means you're just lazy. And I think in the past, like we've, I've been guilty of like, okay, I got to get deeper. I got to be better, you know? And like, no, I've got to be who God calls me to be. And what has happened is that we, these, there are people and we're not doing a service to them. Right. That's what I'm saying. That they are sitting in their doubt and we're just babying them. It's, it's, and we're creating spoiled, rotten Christians. Yeah. And that's, and I think that's something that has, and it has to do with, being a fearful leader in the midst of uh, other people's doubts. Yep. Because we think that it is a reflection of us that they don't have a deep faith. Yeah. And that's the name, not true. Yeah. In the name of, in the name of church growth, which is our yeah. own doubt issues. And that's, that, Amer- you know, and that's American church issue right now. Yeah, that's for sure. And in, in our own doubt as pastors where we're like, now, yeah, we have to get, we have to do whatever it takes to get people in, in the seats. Because now we're in the season of ministry where we are dealing with podcasts and docu-series right. that are dealing with the failures of the church growth movement. Right. Because of, of, because of being afraid of people's doubt. Yep. And I think now I'm, uh, so I think there's been growth. I mean, maybe for you as well, where I'm, I don't know where I kind of am like, here, you're going to, you're going to come to this church or not. Like, it's going to be a good fit for you and your family or it's not. And I'm not. like, 
and I'm over trying to force a, a round peg into a square hole. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what? Like, you're welcome here. Mm -hmm. You're welcome to go. <laughs> like, not, yeah. you know, not being a it's jerk. Not e it's not an easy thing to say still. No. 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 But there's some, and we're not, I mean, I'll admit a, for myself and I'm not saying it flippantly, but like there, there is some freedom in it to go. Yes. This is, this is who we are. Well, like, this exactly. is what we're trying to do. And yep. we would love to have you be a part of it. If you feel like it's a good fit and you want to be a part of it, yeah. I am not going to beg you to come to this church. Yeah. I would have probably back in the day, I probably would have figured out a way to like, try to be all the things for mm -hmm. all the people. And I don't know now, whether it's because of, of, of a pandemic or just, a I don't know my own like growth or my own sort of like, no, it's, it's, it's about I might just, else. it might just be that I'm just uh, a grouchy middle-aged man, you know, <laughs> but whatever it may becoming be, a grouchy old man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but whatever it may be though, I think to be honest for me, I think it's, it's, I'll be honest. I'm not, it's not a, this isn't a, I hope that is my growth in my faith yeah. and, and yep. being clear in the call that God has placed on my heart that this is who I'm supposed to be ministering to. And you're welcome here. And yep. everybody's welcome here. And I've been surprised at like, like who God brings. I've also been surprised at who steps away, you know, and it doesn't hurt. Absolutely. I mean, it doesn't hurt any less. Like right. it still hurts. Like, oh, yeah. oh my gosh. And and we've all gone through pruning processes in the last few years. Uh, um, but it's just what it is. So anyway, doubt is not dangerous unless you choose to baby it, I believe. So yep. good job. Oh, Just sit there. This is what yeah. happens yeah. when we take too many weeks off. We get fired up and amped fired up. up. Man. Fired up. But hey, if you have anything that you would like to add to this conversation, please do. And uh, you can uh, leave some comments. Uh, we love them. And, or you can message Matt and I. We love to have these conversations and, uh, and share this podcast with yeah. your friends and your congregations and, and, uh, or whoever, because uh, I believe that this is a conversation that can go on for days. Uh, and uh, it is a good conversation to have because I believe that we are in a season right now where people are using doubt as an excuse not to encounter the living Christ. And that yep. is a terrible thing. So anyway, hey, we just we do this because we want to interact with you, not just to hear ourselves talk or yes. maybe maybe. No, I'm joking. But all right. Hey, we are now to our, one of my favorite segments of this, Matt. Mm -hmm. What's new? Alex, what's, what's new? new? What's new? Hey, yesterday I got soup. It was one of those days where like it was a good day, but then it became a great day because I realized that Wilco, my favorite band, is putting out a country album, which that's their, some of their roots, you know, okay. Okay. putting out a country album uh, at the end of May. And so I listened to the new single over and over again yesterday, but the album is called Cruel Country. And so I'm really excited about it. You, I, do you, uh, I mean, are you feeling pretty optimistic? Like you, you feel like it's going to be a, a pretty solid. I think it is. Solid I think it album? is. Okay. I think it is. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be one of those uh, albums that all summer long in the back, back patio. Oh, nice. We'll be listening to it and probably annoy the kids with country tunes. So it'll be good. I was, I, um, I can listen to anything that Jeff Tweedy sings. So, but go for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was recently uh, introduced uh, by a friend to, an artist by the name of Willie T. Taylor. And uh, I just, 
Um, I just thought I would share that with you all. Just, just some good kind of folky Americana sound and vibe and um, kind of a little bit of like um, a little bit of like a Bob Dylan, but maybe feel, but maybe more, uh, maybe a little bit more Americana. I wouldn't say country, maybe blue grass ish. I don't know. It's, is he coming through the town? No, 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 no. I don't think so. Like, I, I know very little about about him. I just, like I said, just kind of recently was introduced to him and uh, have been listening Whoa. to him some. And, and he looks cool. Yeah, right. And uh, so, if you like that that genre, uh, it was I've I've been enjoying it so far. He's playing in Dukes in Indy on May twenty eighth. Oh. There you go. Where the heck is, what's Dukes? I don't know. It says Dukes, Indy. Indianapolis, Indiana, oh. May 28th. May okay. 28th, well, isn't that the race? Let's go. Well, it's probably, it's probably like in your backyard. Do it for your birthday. My, oh, Later. Birthday month. Later. I wanted the birthday, birthday month. month. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. What point do you, at what age can you be like, you have, it's like, hey, you get a day. It's not a whole month or a week. Oh, I would, yeah, I probably would have said maybe like, you know, uh, 20 years ago 14 <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, so, see i would think hey, it would go the, I, I would think it would go the opposite way i would think you'd get a day yeah. and then as you get and older you get to be a, like no no no, no 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 this is my birthday no. week and then it's like this no 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 this is my birthday month how do you handle your birthday with the next day is mother's day sacrifice I think yeah, my birthday is over. Yeah, I think birthday. moms have to sacrifice for you for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> when you move into the birthday, when you move into the birthday month you stage, know, that's I a, think that's I when say it's that like, to my mom. Right. yeah, just mom, this was the hey. greatest Mother's Day gift you ever got. Yeah. And also, <laughs> here's what we're going to do to celebrate because it's my birthday month. So celebrate me. See, now anyway. my birthday is in January, at the very beginning of January. So yeah. I have tried to institute a, a half birthday celebration for me in like July. That would be fun. And my wife has not bought into that for 20 not years. She's it. not bought into it. So, yeah. Coming up. I think maybe the second half. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know why I think 20. After 20, it's. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll see anyway oh my gosh well hey this has been great we're so glad to be back we're back on we're back on track we're going to be putting these out every week um and you keep us accountable to that and uh but please interact with us yes we we miss you love it we miss you we love you guys and we um really enjoy hearing your thoughts and uh, being a part of this conversation so so good all right blessings on you and uh i don't know why i don't know i don't know what yeah Blessing. I'm such a pastor at times. I got to get away from that life. No, it's no, it's fine. Just hey, just so you guys know, he's like he. We're doing this right now on Zoom, and he's got like a robe on. He's got like the collar and the stoles, and like incense is going in his office. When's the last time you wore a robe? Uh, that is a really, really good question. In a church service. In a church service. Uh, and not at a Halloween party. Uh, honestly, over a decade decade ago, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, 
Would you count like ordination service or no? I said like, in church, in oh, church, like in a in church, church service. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, me really? Yeah, maybe like. Me too. Pushing ten mm-hmm. years, probably. Been been around that, so been free. I mean, the problem is then I have to like be concerned about like, did I wear this shirt last week? Which is the one of the best parts about all the online you, services. Yeah, stuff right. Because I'm like, what did I wear last yeah. week? I can what, go back and look for me. It's like, what gray shirt did I wear last? So, week? you know, it's funny because I, I wear a suit <laughs> to church basically two times a year, Christmas and Christmas Eve Ooh, nice. and Easter. Other than that, it is, it's, it's free game. Like last Sunday I wore shorts and flip. No, I can't preach in shorts. I just, Maybe we need to save this for a whole nother conversation. Okay. All right. But... Okay. Okay. But I have one, one I get gentleman. nervous. I have one gentleman who like counts or, you know, he counts down like two weeks before Easter. He was like, Hey, you, uh, you getting that suit ready for Easter? (laughs) I, yeah. (laughs) I like that you wear a suit and then like the next week you're like, all right, now we can stop pretending is what I do. Right. Here's my legs. Yeah. And here we are. Now we can be real. Also, there's an open mic. So, <laughs> so I mean, we just go. Let's go back to ordinary yeah. times. Yep. Let's go. <laughs> it's green. Green means go. Let's do it. All yeah. right. Thank Love you, everybody. You See you guys. Until then. <laughs>